And can you put a price on my happiness? A month ago, you had your roof fall off slightly. Steve's point out he said dived, not diver. Illegal things like mobile phones, etc. They just get airdropped into them. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Nerdy Kraken. We are your hosts. I'm Kieran. I'm Nathan. And today we are going to be talking about drones. Nathan, what is drone? Well, there are lots of things that are drones. After our extensive research of Ask ChatGDP earlier, it turns out drones are unmanned vehicles that are not on land. Because for some reason, at least according to ChatGDP, which we've got to assume is obviously always right, it, it, sea can have drones, sky can have drones, space can have drones, land, nope, no drones for you. I mean, obviously, ChatGPT is right because, you know, AI overlord rules our lives. Yep, that's after... We've been locked in your house now for at least two months from the last episode. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's drones. We're going to talk about drones. Okay, so a drone is an unmanned air, sea, space thing. Vehicle. Vehicle. What more... Okay, so... What more specifically is a drone? So give an example of a drone. I think for the most part, when people think of drones, they think of like you know, the US Predator drone, which like it's like a plane, but is not unmanned and potentially like the sort of like DJI hobbyist camera drones. There's other brands, but DJI is the one I can think of. Um, that's what I think most people are thinking of when they think of drones. So the thing is like four arms. Yep. Make four a loud, annoying, buzzing sit. noise. Yep. Most of them probably got a camera on them. They fly around, recording video of things. Crash into trees, people get sad. Yeah, quite often, like, you you get one, it, it flies up into the air, and it just flies away, never to be seen again. I wish I had a drone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I think we'd said originally we wanted to maybe talk a little bit about our own interactions with the drones and where we've seen drones in the life around us because I think they're, yep. like, they're kind of they're really, like I think a lot of people possibly have seen a drone my neighbour has one occasionally it flies over my garden um, we kind of have interacted with them day to day in life yep so have you interacted with a drone have you used a drone do you have a drone I have used a drone I don't have a drone because I keep trying to convince you to buy a drone so I can then steal it off you but you won't for some reason they're very expensive they're not even that expensive it's only money and can you put a price on my happiness? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Well, I, where we worked previously, there was drones that were used to capture video of animals. That was fun. And my experience of that was quite often it would break and we'd have to try and fix it. This was 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. It was quite a while ago. They have come along quite a lot since then. Um but yeah, it was a lot of sort of headache, but really, really cool and quite impressive because I've flown RC helicopters and planes, but it was really just natural to you. If you'd played any sort of video game or GTA type game, the controls are very similar and you could sort of get a pretty good use out of it without really much skill. Yeah. Um, I mean, about the, reli the, like, the reliability part of it. Ten years ago, they were, I think, uh, very much... A, like, they could be used, but they were a novelty. They required a lot of work. I mean, nowadays, what you buy is a polished, it-just-works product. Yeah. Um, I went... I don't know, climbed up a mountain to see a waterfall at some point. Um, and up there, the massive, beautiful waterfall, it all looked really stunning. And some random guy just pulled out of his 
girlfriend's handbag a drone. Which, well, yeah, they're, they're absolutely tiny now. You, which, you can get ones that literally will just sit in your hand. Yeah, and he was just flying it around, like got some really great aerial shots of the waterfall, kind of a little bit downstream. And he just pulled out of his girlfriend's handbag, like used his iPhone as the controller. Yeah. And just flew around for a little. It was like, it was absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, where I work, they're one of the companies we've worked with before. They do videography and they use um, drones for aerial photography, which yeah. obviously back in the day would have been a case of just, they just, their size, they absolutely would not have been able to do aerial photography. But now for, I'm not saying it's a cheap drone, it's a pretty expensive drone, but they can act, now smaller companies and hobbyists or, yeah, can now actually do aerial photography, which was something which 20 years ago really was not a thing. Yeah, and, like, I guess from a consumer point of view, like, your average person, like, realistically, if I was to buy a drone, you, uh, most people would buy a you drone. You should. Maybe. Um, the, uh, well, I think one of the main things they're probably going to get out of the drone is, I mean, A, obviously, this is fun. Yeah. Just kind of, there's kind of just a fun factor of trying to fly something around. Yeah. Um, but I guess if you was to have a practical use, the main one would be photography or being able to get really cool and pretty shots because for... Or just looking at places which are hard for you to get to. For example... A couple of months ago, you had your roof fall off slightly. Yes. And we sort of had to just guesstimate what the problem was. But if we'd actually had access to a drone, we could have just thrown it up there and just been like, oh, okay, yeah, it's just a bit of your roof's not there anymore. Yeah, that would have been phenomenal. See, exactly. You should buy a drone. And, I mean, consumer-grade drones these days are not that expensive. They're in the hundreds of pounds. Yeah, like 12 years ago, I was a £1,000 drone and probably not anything near as good as you're getting nowadays. Where I'm almost certain we were looking in Costco the other day, and you can get a DJI, which a brand name one, which will sit inside your hand for like three hundred pound, which is phenomenally cheap for yeah. a very complex piece of little technical equipment. Yeah. Okay. So especially some of the features they have now, like we'll just like follow you around. Like we're talking about potentially going to Scotland at some point. You should definitely buy one so we can have it follow the car as we're doing the NC five hundred. I don't think the battery is going to last all 1,000 miles. You use my fuel tank, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll charge it. I've got plugs in my car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only drone I've ever actually used myself was, I think I'd bought a cheap one yeah. many, many, many years ago. It was like 60, 70 pound. Um, and it was good fun to play with. But that really, like, the camera, it did technically have a camera, but it wasn't very good. Yeah. It was a bit clunky. Like, it wasn't very stable to use. Um, it was a bit of a pain, but it was kind of fun to play with. But I feel now they've very much got to the point where they have practical applications. Um, if you do want to take really stunning photography, if you do need to regularly look places where, which may be quite awkward or hard to get to, um, hell, I don't know, if you just own a lot of land... You can sit at home and fly a little... You know, most of them are so simple nowadays, you let them go, and a controller, you can just... Oh, hell, some of them even... You can control them from a computer and just point on a screen, yeah. and it'll fly somewhere, take pictures, observe for you, and come back again. Like, they're a very consumer-grade thing now. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm literally just looking on Amazon as we're talking, and, yeah, you can pick these up from £300 with, like, 1080p cameras. Oh, wait, that's 2.7K. So... Nearly 4K, <laughs> mathematically speaking. I'm not really sure what 2.7K is, but we'll, we'll worry about that later. And that can transmit video from 10 kilometers away? That's ridiculous. That is only, that'll be line of sight. So it'll do 10 kilometers if you can see the drone for 10 kilometers. The moment, it, moment a leaf is in between you and that drone, it will just not work. That's your opinion. Um, okay, so 
We're talking about drones. So we sort of talked about the, the hobbyist slash light business use cases of drones. But other people do use drones, apparently. When you say people, which people? Who are these people? So I'm thinking, like, the police, they use drones. Police do use drones. The prison service, I was watching a, a video the other day of like, it was like Channel 4 inside prisons and stuff. They actually use them with thermal imaging as a way of like, because obviously when it's like police chases you see on the roads, they'll have big helicopters out. But when someone's trying to jump out of prison, they don't get a full helicopter out. They just get like a little drone that flies around with a thermal imagery on it. And, oh, wow, that's amazing. I know, it's, it's, it's amazing how God the technology has gone for. And that's not like just a thing they buy. <laughs> but... The flip side of that is, yes, the prisons now use it in order to trap prisoners when they escape. I also think it's pretty common for prisoners to get illegal things like yes. mobile phones, etc. Yes. They just get airdropped into them yes. by drones, which is obviously terrible and that shouldn't happen, but also kind of cool. Yeah, drones for everyone. It's, it's a quality. It's a real Ev- levelizer. Everyone gets a drone. <laughs> so like, you should buy me a drone. <laughs> Wait, am I buying me a drone for you and you use it, or am I just buying you a drone? Um, okay, so yeah, that's one of the use cases they're using it. Uh, apparently, they're also used like during wildfires and stuff to be able to survey large areas very quickly, okay. where it potentially would be scary or dangerous to put a helicopter in that area. Drones are obviously very expensive, but not nearly as important as a human life. So they'll actually use drones to fly over and like try and check on where wildfires are, where they're moving, and stuff like that. Huh. It's quite interesting. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no that's, that's, that's... I mean, at that point, you're at the point where you are saving lives now. Yeah. They, they are critical. They are used for lots of things. I know one of the uses I saw, and I kind of remember this because there was a, a video which was then the manufacturer of the drone said, this is not what our drones are for. They're used for agricultural use. So um, in the olden days, you, would, you can spray your crops to the tractor. You can get a crop duster, mm-hmm. which is like a little aeroplane, which I don't think are very common in the UK. We haven't got big enough fields, I think, for it to make sense. Um, but you can get drones that will fly over your fields. Uh, as far as I know, they can. Uh, they will put uh, pesticides down. Um, they can check the status of crops. They are a utility vehicle yeah. that flies around and can help maintain your farm for you. Mm. Um, these drones are massive. Like They are the size of a small car yeah. um, because they're shifting large. Yeah. yeah, they're doing industrial scale work, but they're like incredibly useful for these farmers. Um, although specifically the reason I saw it was because a farmer had their child. Uh, they held on to the uh, landing oh, uh, God. arms of it. And the, the, the guy was flying his child around on this agricultural drone. Yeah, but that'd be fun, wouldn't it? It would be fun. Don't recommend doing that. Don't do that. I don't want to get sued, but would does sound interesting. The problem is, is that the drones do have a maximum lift capacity. Yes. And now there's a maximum lift capacity where they just won't be able to lift anymore, but what it it was just about able to lift the child, but because it was running at 100% load the entire time, at one point one of the arms just snapped off. Oh, God. And then it became unstabilized, and then you suddenly got this drone falling out of the sky with a child attached to it underneath. Wow. At the last minute, the child... This story took a really dark turn. The child (laughs) dived right... As he was falling and did like Steve's a point out, right. he said dived, not diver. I'm hoping. The child dived <laughs> to the right. The drone landed or ended up diving to the left. I don't know if the child knew that he was going the opposite way of the drone. If it was by pure chance that he went right and the drone happened to go left. So they collided the floor. They hit the floor in like separate places. However, if he had gone the same way as the drone, the child would not have been a singular piece anymore. Yeah. You don't want to... 
just don't ride around on a blender in the sky. I mean, maybe that's a good, like, that's a kind of a bit of a good segue into, like, the health and safety or, like, the government regulations about them. Yeah. Because, like, the big ones, you you need a license for. Like, you have to have, like, in the same way that you need a pilot license. Yeah. You need to get a license for flying one of those massive drones yeah. that has the ability to slice you into pieces. Yeah. Well, like, even the tiny ones we used years ago, like, they hurt when, like, I had to grab it while it was inside a building, and it sort of, it did whack up my hand quite a lot. Sorry, why were you grabbing the drone's blades when it was in a building? Well, because it was upside down, and I was trying to pick it up, and I picked it up, and it was still spinning its blades. I didn't know how to turn it off, and it, it was very stressful. It was a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> top, top lesson of the day, kids. Don't grab spinning blades with hands. Or if you, I mean, the real takeaway is, remember how to turn it off. If you are going to buy a drone, maybe they're different now. Maybe they turn off easier. Maybe it isn't like trying to launch a fucking space mission to in controls to turn it off. But yeah, back then, it was challenging. So what is, what is, so if I, if I want to get a drone, like what is the, like what are the restrictions around a drone? Can I get, can I buy a drone? Can um, I buy? A, can I buy a farm drone? I think you should. Maybe not a farm drone because that I don't know where I'd put it, but like certainly one of the little ones. Um, well, I think the regulation very much will depend on where you are. Again, we're in the UK, so our regulations are a certain one. Not sure if they're all the same. Um, in the UK, I think the main restriction is actually on based on where you're using it and the weight. Because there was a lot of problems a few years ago with people flying them near airports to like get really cool pictures of planes taking off and stuff. And I think this was around the generation of Tide Pod eaters. Um, <laughs> turns out airplanes have really big engines that can suck up your little toy and cause problems for said aircraft, especially when they're landing or taking off, and that's when planes are most dangerous so you can't fly them near there now and if you do the police will come and tell you off quite quite aggressively because they don't like it <laughs> so second learning of the day don't fly drone into airplane engine yes okay that is re- really if anything if you're going to play with your drone and put your hand in the blender that's preferable to flying your drone into a plane it's just a day of learning isn't it yep I'm dropping the serious knowledge. Um, But yeah, for in the UK, I'm pretty sure the regulation is that you need to have, it needs to be less than 250 grams. I don't know what that is in freedom units, but 250 grams. Okay, so I can buy a drone less than 250 grams. Yep. Anything more than there's, there's... problems i mean okay so i've just googled it you have to be registered if it's a big one it has to be registered you have to have insurance you have to perform risk assessments is that that's for over 250 grams yeah. though, isn't it so under 250 grams they are going to be your ones which can fit in your girlfriend's handbag and that kind of stuff probably not going to be the one you're using for crop dusting your field unless it's a very tiny crop or a very tiny field I can give one to my mom and she can go and <laughs> pesticide her little vegetable garden. Yes. Yeah, that's an option. I asked ChatGPT what, like, for some uh, uh, gift ideas for home gardening, and one of its ideas was to buy my mother a agricultural drone. Really? Yeah. Mad. ChatGPT was, 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 every time I was like, give me some other ideas. Every time I was like, you should buy her a drone. 
so she can monitor and care for her crops remotely. You should. Then my mother would own a drone, not you or I. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I can convince your mom to give me the drone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so as far as I know, for your, if you're a general person looking to buy a drone and play around with it, maybe take some videos of your walks in the park or your dogs, most of the regulation is mainly just on the weight. Okay. And where you're using it, I believe. Um if you're a company that's looking into it, there are it's different regulations. Like you need your insurance, you need to have licenses, you need to it needs to fit more criteria. But those criteria will change based on what industry you're working in. Um and yeah, what you're doing with it. So at the very start of this, you mentioned predator drones. I did. You can't What license do I need to get a predator drone? Um I don't know. When I said I wanted a drone, I didn't want a Predator drone. I don't think that'll fit on my drive. I mean, I think the Predator drone is the old one now. There is a newer version, if that's why you don't want it. Well, I would like the newer version of any drone you buy me, really. Um, newer version of the Predator drone. The Reaper. You got a Reaper. What's a Reaper? It's the newer Predator drone. What's Bigger, it, faster, more death. Ooh. How much is a... Reaper drone. This is going to be expensive. Oh, Lord, it's 32 million. Honestly, you know what? That's not even that expensive for a piece of military equipment. Yeah, when you think of those planes, like hundreds of millions. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's not... That's not bad at all. I'm pretty confident the military has missile, like singular missiles that cost more than that. Yeah. That's a bargain. Is it one of those when like, they upsell you on, like, you get the plane for 30 million, but then you have to, like... <laughs> Buy the control module for another 30 million. It's the razor blade model. Yeah, it is. You get the drone for basically free. <laughs> <laughs> they just upsell you on the warheads and the battery replacements. Exactly. Are we are we 100% sure that's not what's happening here? Like Most of these things you control with an actual... Like the military style stuff, you tend to control it with an actual Xbox controller. But you can't use a regular Xbox controller. Oh, you need military Xbox controllers. Even though they're exactly like, the same. There's a normal Xbox controller. Then there's the elite controller for the cool people like me. And then there's the military one, which is basically shitter in every way. And costs but, more. And costs a lot more, I imagine. But yeah, it does come with a piece of paper saying that you can do it. So there's that. The question is, would you be a drone pilot if you were not allowed to use your fancy elite controller and you had to use a peasantry? Oh, God, no. Uh, no, that's 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 why, that's why I'm not in the Air Force. That's why you're not in the Air Force. It <laughs> was like, no, Nathan, you're not allowed to use your Elite controller. And I was like, but I've got a fancy controller. I've got a back, extra buttons on the back. You it's, could, like, control extra missiles with I that. I could. It would be so useful. No, to be fair, the, the buttons are useless, to be fair. Because I bought the controller thinking it was extra buttons, but it's not. It just binds other buttons together for, like, button combos. It's a lot of macros. Huh. Well, to be fair, like, games usually don't allow for extra buttons, do they? Yeah. I just thought the Xbox did some sort of magic and it made it work, but no, it doesn't. Even when you plug it into your PC, you can't use them as extra buttons. They just work as combos. Oh. Some extra knowledge dropping in here. Not really the most drone related, but if you're looking for an Xbox controller, that's something you should probably do. But the Elite controller is a nice controller. It, it, it feels so much better and heavier. It feels like a solid product. <laughs> Other controllers are available. <laughs> <laughs> so, back to our... 
Back to talking our show about drones, you know, not just talk about Xbox controls. I think we need to talk about the fun thing about drones. Or the particularly fun bit. Which? FPV drones. I do think you should buy me an FTP. F- 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 FPV. So FPV <laughs> stands for uh, first person view or first person video. I think it's view. So an FPV drone is... A, it, usually they're a very small drone and they have a camera on and when you use them you put goggles on. So as you're flying around you can see where you're going. But the key thing about these drones is that they're, they're small and they're fast. They're really, 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 really fast and they're used for drone racing. Ooh. So you buy one of these things, you sit down, you put your goggles on, you go into your garden or around your house if you want to be dangerous and you can set a little race course up and you have to fly around in your race course. Now, some of these uh, FPV drones reach... Very high speeds. Um, what kind of speeds are you talking about here? I, I, I want to say they go over 30 miles an hour. Don't do that in your house. That's a re- you, Nothing should move at 30 miles an hour inside of a property. Okay, so... Huh, uh, DJI's... Uh, oh, they have an FTP. F- yeah, the, the, the DJI, one, DJI one, I think it go. Oh, God, it goes up to 87 miles per hour. Definitely don't do that inside your house. You could get a speeding ticket with your drone. Okay, Kieran, I know Christmas is over now, but... But, like, can I can I get a drone? Because <laughs> this looks like a fun. 87... No, because you're crashing to my house at 87 miles an hour. Yeah, but it, it's, it's UK compatible, so it's only, like, 20, 250 grams hitting your house at, at 8 miles an hour. That's still a lot... I never get to have anything fun. That is the third of a weight of a can of Coke. No, sorry, two-thirds of the weight of a can of Coke. Now, if I throw two-thirds of a can of a can of Coke at you, yes. that's going to hurt. I can't throw anywhere close to 87 miles an hour. And I also, a can of Coke doesn't have spinning blades of death on it. Well, no, they've got little guards around them. I can see in the pictures. The guards would protect you. You don't have a guard around your can of Coke. It's not going to protect you at 87 miles an hour. But 87 miles an hour would be amazing. Yeah, like, my reflexes are not quick enough to fly a vehicle at that speed. So I've actually watched some of the videos of the drone racing. And mm. so for in the garden, for instance, uh, most of these drones actually have um, like speed limiters on. So you can set like, you know, nor- it's like high maneuverability mode. Yeah. So a, a, a lot of the time, like, I don't know, if you're using it in a house or in a garden, you'd put it on slow mode or it kind of limits itself to maybe 10 miles an hour, which... Uh, uh, that small scale is still very quick. Yeah. Um, these, so particularly tournaments, for instance, will be done in uh, maybe, say, a warehouse. So they'll get an abandoned warehouse, which, you know, talking five floors. Maybe they'll, ha- like, punch some holes in the wall. There'll be corners. There'll be turns. There'll be bits where you have to go out of the building and back up again. But I think a warehouse is really quite long. Mm. So on the, str- so I mean, same one as Formula One. These drones also have rapid acceleration. So it may be a case of you're, you're on a straight, you're accelerating really quickly up to 87 miles an hour, for two seconds to then immediately slam the brakes on. So when you're out the window, the moment you're out the window, you're back at zero, so you can go back up again. So they have they have this massive speed and acceleration because they can be done over quite large areas where actually that amount of speed is useful. Yeah, okay. It's not useful to go from my living room to my kitchen. You'd get there very quickly. I would get there very quickly. Very, very quickly. But I'd also probably smash a window. You'd break a lot of windows, yeah. Pretty much all of your windows, I think. And that's why I don't have one of these. And that's why you don't get to play with one. 
I think you should just get some better windows. <laughs> the drone-proof windows. Yes. He's got the little guards right and they'll be fine. <sighs> Maybe I'll buy an FPV drone. Anyway, like personally, I think that's one of the funnest parts of drones. Like they are they have loads of practical uses in life. Personally, that's one of the funnest parts of drones, and I would like one because the whole racing around at a tiny scale, like whizzing in between bushes, does just sound quite that fun. That does sound quite fun. And we, we could get one each. Some. We could we race. We should do that. We could race. We could. Okay, let's finish this podcast that we're currently doing and not just talking about how we want to buy things because maybe there are people out there who want to listen to that and they should also buy a drone. Okay, so we've covered how they're being used. Should we talk a little bit about... Certainly this was a problem when they first sort of became common. Not sure as much of an issue now, but like the privacy concerns around drones. I mean, we probably should, mostly because I don't know how many people realise that they could be just be getting spied on at any moment yeah. by a drone. Yeah. So there the were some cases where you all know what a peeping Tom is. It was it's a, a 21st century version of a peeping Tom. Yeah, it's peeping Tom, but Tom has a jetpack on. Yes. Um, and people would use their drones to go and fly in front of people's windows. Yes. And watch them. That is illegal. Uh, as part of the UK laws, that's one of the things I read. Not sure if those laws apply everywhere, but I'd like to think they do. Would that be illegal? I would have thought that was illegal anyway. Well, yes, because you can't... Hmm. Are you allowed to just... Because, like, like, hypothetically, if you just took, like, binoculars and started staring through someone's window, I kind of assumed that would be illegal anyway. Yeah, but if you're recording from public property, you're allowed. So, like, Google Earth, or Google Street View... They see your windows, but I, f- I don't know. I don't know the law on this, but I feel like there's a difference between incidental looking as in your window is visible from public land and therefore I may occasionally look through it and it's kind of up to you to, you know, take due care hmm. versus me camping outside your house with a pair of binoculars slash a drone and like staring in all day. I don't know. There I might actually not be. The law would be fair. It's proving intent. Intent to be a peeping Tom. Um, <laughs> I hope that's how the law structure. I, I do hope, because that would be quite fun. I'd, be a, I'd like to watch that court case. Your Honour, <laughs> my client pleads innocent to... <laughs> he clearly was just flying his drone outside, and he had to turn it around so it could fly in the other direction, and, and the controller got stuck staring into that lady's window. <laughs> Please don't use that as a legal defence. Actually, please use that as a legal offence because I'm pretty sure you're going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that is one of the that is one of the main things. So one of the problems with drones is you have the obviously the you have the privacy concern. Yeah. Um, I think realistically that is the only it's the only thing in the privacy industry the privacy side of it which is yeah. um, concerning. I mean. I'm sure there are some drone manufacturers out there who where it sends back to a server and that's where it records to it too and there's maybe some privacy concerns around that, but I don't actually know of any companies that do that, so we can't bother talking about it. I mean, there are actually... So you, you actually have this on a grander scale. So I know the military has drones yeah. which have cameras on, but these cameras are massive. Like, we're talking gigapixel cameras. Um, and I know the US military has them where they will fly multiple drones over a city. Yeah. And what it means is that they basically have a full 100% up-to-date map. As in, they can take a city and they can just sit there on that iPad. In the same way that you can zoom in on Google Earth, 
they can do that. But when they zoom in on Google Earth, it's a live feed of the entire city. That's cool. Um, they all, they actually extended it further where, because these drones are always circling and always recording, you could zoom in on any particular bit and then just rewind time. That's cool. So, you Horrible know, for privacy, but I think it's cool. Yeah, so you can, I don't know, so say there was a shot window which was broken. Yeah. In a, in, a, in fact, I think the last time America used it was like when there was the, uh, the riots last year. Um, and it was a case of, they could see what was going in real time everywhere and then say they saw something happened or say they saw the aftermath of an incident, they could then just rewind time and cool. follow the event as it happened. Terrifying. Yes. But also quite cool. Yes. But the reality is, I mean, I don't know, the CCTV cameras anywhere and they're recording you anyway, so... Yeah, I think you'd realise if you're in any sort of modern city, you're being sore all the time, being recorded all the time. This is just one extra camera strapped to the sky or strapped to the clouds. Yeah. Um, if anything, as a taxpayer, I'd kind of prefer that because they waste, I know they're wasting so much time trying to gather all the CCTV from the 15,000 different people. Which they then don't use. Yes. Okay. I think we can actually say this may be our first episode where we've both been positive about everything said. Oh, there's one more cool thing about drones we haven't talked about. Oh, let's go. Amazon. Flying delivery drones! So Amazon are working on a thing where, in fact, no, they've already released it in certain parts of America, and I want to say they're running trials in the UK as well, where when you order something called Amazon, so you can get it delivered tomorrow, sometimes you can get it delivered today, but there will be a button you click, a guy will go into the warehouse, pick it up, walk over, strap it to a drone, drone lands in your back garden. That's sick. When, when can I start using that? There is one, I can't remember which part of the country it is, but there is a part of the UK where if you move to, um, they're doing it. Also, they're doing it in various parts of uh, America as well. The benefit of the UK is because it's so densely packed, like drones don't have a very good range. Yeah. So because the UK is fairly um, densely packed, it makes sense to have the drones. And yeah, you, you can just get a parcel delivered in like 20 minutes. That's sick. We were looking at going on holiday this year. We need to find out where that is. Just so we can we'll use go it. Get, we'll go stay there, and then we can get things delivered by drone. <laughs> Just never leave. Yes. Can, think we can capture the drone. Catch a drone. Yes. We keep, we're like Shaun of the Dead. Keep it in our shed as like a pet. <laughs> we got a pet drone. <laughs> one of us accidentally needs a shed door open one day. It flies away. No, it's run away. <laughs> flies back to its homeland. <laughs> Please don't steal people's drones. That seems, <laughs> That's illegal. seems mean. <laughs> um, yes, that is cool. Oh, and I guess the final thing to add on that is obviously I said they had these in America as well. What do Americans do when they see something they don't like on their property? Oh, they're going to get shot. <laughs> they're shooting them out the sky shotguns. To be fair, I'd do it. <laughs> Just... Just for bands. Well, we've done clay pigeon shooting. It'd be much more fun if they, if, they, if like they could weave. Oh my God, that's what. Oh, well, we, we didn't. One other thing. It's been New Year's and they use drones for displays now. Oh yeah. Why didn't we think about that? I think, uh, okay, I think this is the thing now is that drones are so common in everyday life. You can't also don't think about them. Yeah. It's just, there's no one or two amazing events. Like when we did the episode on AI, it was obvious. It was... just sort of, it was very hot and. Yeah. It was new. Drones have been around for a while, and they're just—they've very much become part of our lives. Yeah, the police. Yeah, the police have them. The fire service have them. The medical service have them. Um, 
I want to say... I've got to... What the hell of a medical service using drones for? Um, they, they can use them for like search and rescue. Why medical? Uh, I suppose, yeah, rescue, I suppose. Okay, fair enough. I'll allow um, No, so also, I know in... Um, I want to say it's... There are there are lots of places doing it, but I know Rwanda... I specifically know about Rwanda. I think it's Rwanda doing it. Um, the roads there are really bad, so when they need yeah. to deliver an organ or blood, they don't have... They don't have the road infrastructure to be able to drive it. You know, in the UK, an ambulance or a police car can boot 150 mile an hour down the motorway yeah. to get something if it needs to be there quick. They don't have that in Rwanda. It's dirt roads. So yeah. they've been fitting all the hospitals with heliports. And there's a there's a few companies there. And they just send, like, if blood work needs to be done or it needs to go to lock up a big medical center to have work done or there's a kidney or something. Yeah, they just put it on a drone. That's cool. Because then they can fly there in like 20 minutes. And, and it's considerably on... cheaper than helicopters would have been. Yeah. And safer. Yeah, and like you run the numbers, like it would cost them a vast amount of money to upgrade all of their road infrastructure. Yeah. Whereas actually these things are cheap and reliable nowadays, but they can just like slap some blood samples onto it and it kind of just flies away, that's comes really back cool. when it's done. And that's it. Like these things have just permeated almost every part of our life in ways that you just don't really see or think about. Yeah, as a dog owner, I very much like the, the color, the, the light displays they do, especially I think last New Year and this New Year, I think they did it. Yeah. Um, much better than fireworks because well, there's a lot of people who have problems with fireworks and I'm going to try and not go into a rant about fireworks but the lights they're cool and really really cool I want one you should buy like 50 drones I was about to say that's not you don't have one of them you have 50 or 100 I think I'm going to assume the one that the uh, was happened in London for New Year's was, it's got to be been thousands right yeah it was quite big but it's so cool well after this we're going to go away and build uh, several hundred how hard can it be? Oh, God. Okay, I think that might be a quack. That is a quack indeed. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. Until next time.